a big weekend out of the Salisbury down the beach, Blue Ocean Music Hall. Barry Gaudreau's engine room. Uh, Going to be playing from uh, formerly of Boston, one of the founding members of Boston, RTZ. Barry Gaudreau's engine room. We are joined on the phone by Barry Gaudreau. Good morning, Barry. How are you doing, Greg? I'm good. How are you? I'm fine. Uh, Barry Gaudreau's engine room coming to the Blue Ocean uh, Music Hall. Beautiful place, too, right on Salisbury Beach. And last time I saw you... Uh, you were doing an all-star rock show with uh, Skunk Baxter and all these other heavy hitters, uh, and that was uh, that was a hell of a show. What a great show! Yeah, that's the uh, American Vinyl All-Star Band. Uh, you know, we only do a handful of shows a year, but it's uh, it's a really fun act. Yeah. Great, great group of guys. Mm-hmm. And of course, you're coming to the uh, you're coming to the Blue Ocean with uh, the Engine Room. And uh, what can fans expect from the show uh, uh, on Saturday night? Well, you know, it's our first time in the area since we uh, opened up for Joe Perry at the uh, Hampton Casino back mm-hmm. uh, before COVID hit. So we're mm-hmm. we're excited to to get out in front of people again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we have a new record out called The Road. Uh, we do songs from that. We do some of the big Boston hits, and uh, you know, some songs from some of the other projects I did, uh, like uh, RTZ Return to Zero. It's fun. We just go, we were just talking about RTZ and your and your uh, solo album, the first solo album after the the Boston thing, and uh, so many really great tunes. And the sound, what I find really interesting, the sound is, um, and I mean this in the most complimentary way. When I listen to Boston, there's a lot of that sound in there that is you, <laughs> that is that is yours, and I mean that to be. Oh really? Well, oh I- really? <laughs> 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 He's not shocked by that. I guess. What a surprise! I know. Oh I know. But therein lies what I'm. What I. What I wanted to say is that you know. I think that uh, I, I'll just say it. I, I don't think you got the credit that uh, that was due you. And uh, I notice and I appreciate it. So I just wanted to say that to you. Okay, Greg. The the, the checks in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not even like that. And you know. No, no, no. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay. Just kidding. <laughs> okay. I, I did want to ask. There is one question I, I, I wanted to ask because, um, you know, the the uh, Rock and Away, the song you did with Brad. You know, we were friends with uh, Brad. Obviously, he was part of your family um, and just a, a great guy. But you did uh, Rock and Away, and Barry, I love that song so much. It is such a great song. It's so well produced. The writing, obviously, is the story of, of, of you guys and the band. And it's not on any, I can't find it on a, on a platform unless, unless it's someplace I haven't looked yet. But the, tell me the story about that song, if you can. And why it, did it get squashed? Did someone not like it? What, what's the story behind that? Well, you know, uh Tom Schultz was uh, remastering the first and second Boston records, and he sent uh, copies of them to me. And I was listening to the uh, Don't Look Back record, and, you know, I, I don't listen back to uh, my old work very much. Uh, you know, the Boston stuff I'll sure. hear on the radio a lot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some of the songs were kind of sounding new to me since I hadn't listened to them so long. So I took my guitar up, and I was playing along, and I thought, wouldn't it be great if we wrote a song that was kind of a thank you to the fans that stuck with us all these years? And, you know, I put together a musical track and gave it to Brad and told him what my idea was for it. And, of course, Brad wrote the lyrics for it. And we did a demo of it, and I sent the demo to Tom. And Tom listened to it, said he liked it, but uh, didn't really choose to do anything with it. And, of course... You know, it was only a matter of months after that that Brad passed away. 
So after Brad's passing, uh, his family and I decided we would go back and uh, re-record the demo uh, using Brad's vocals. And, of course, that's what we did. And we did release it independently, and it did make it to the radio, but, uh, you know, we had no label to back it up and no promotion whatsoever. So, uh, you know, it kind of died a, a quick death. Uh, it was on iTunes uh, at one point. I... I I've got a feeling it's not there any longer. Barry, I, I, I still play it. I, 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 I still play it. I, I, I love the song, and I love that it's I love that it's you and Brad. Uh, so I. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's kind of a nod to our, our fans over the years. Sure. Uh, you know, that's kind of what we were trying to get across with. Mm -hmm. it. What are you uh, What are you listening to? Like, I always wonder. I mean, you've created some of the great, you know, helped create some of the greatest rock songs ever. What are you listening to now? <laughs> I listen to you in the morning. Uh. <laughs> you, know, I, you know, I'm mostly, uh, you know, I listen to a lot of uh, classic stuff. There, there's not a whole lot going on currently that I'm excited about. Uh, right. You know, I, I, when the Foo Fighters came up, I, I thought that was great because, uh, you know, it was some straight-ahead rock and roll and, you know, it's kind of reminiscent of classic rock. I, I love that stuff, but, uh, you know, most of what's going on now, it doesn't really do much for me. Yeah. You know, when I saw the Foo Fighters play Boston, uh, Taylor had a, uh, he always draws a shirt for the show, and he had a Boston, he drew a Boston shirt. Yeah. Yeah, at one point, uh, you know, after uh, Sibby passed away, we had some shirts made with his image on it, and we got one to him, and he wore that at, uh, at one show as well. That's pretty cool. Uh, you just talked. To, you yeah. talked a little bit ago about your last time out. You're with Joe Perry, and you know the whole Boston music scene is kind of a familial one, right? Where everybody knows everybody. Peter Wolf, you know the Boston guys, you know everybody from Boston. Um, but you know, in your career, okay, playing all over the world as you have played, um, was there anybody? Because I know you kind of get used to. Well, he's just another player, and it's like that's just normal to you. But was there anybody, Barry? That when you were on stage with them, maybe they jumped up to play a song, or maybe you jumped in with them, where you were like, holy crap, I can't believe I'm actually playing with this person. <laughs> well, I mean, he's not really from, from Boston, but, you know, I was a huge Jeff Beck fan. And, uh, you know, one of the, the, actually the very first arena show we did was opening up for, for Jeff Beck. And, you know, we were a nervous wreck, obviously. And, you sure. know, I'm, I'm on stage playing, and I look over, and there is Joe Perry and... Jeff Beck standing six feet away from me with their arms crossed watching the show. It's like, holy... Oh, sorry. I no, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. But that those are the kind of moments, you know, as a fan, right? Like, all right, so we've been affiliated with the business, but obviously Roadkill's a drummer. None of us are musicians except him. Um, but we've been affiliated with the business, so it, I can see both sides of it. I can see the working aspect. This is just what we do. But I'm also still a fan. And I always wonder about those moments where the rock star, the performer on stage, has a fan moment themselves. That's why I, I like to ask that question, you know? Well, you know, we, we went back to uh, to meet Jeff after the show, and, you know, we were label mates. We were on the same label. And he said, you know, I heard your record, and uh, I didn't think there was any way you'd be able to reproduce it, but uh, you did. It sounded just like the record. And we were like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know. I know. So, uh, But, you know, speak, speaking of that, we have uh, Charlie Farron opening up for us on the show. And, of course, Charlie is uh, a mainstay of the Boston scene. You know, he had his... Uh, Dan Fahrenheit oh, sure. is also the singer for, for Joe Curry's uh, project. So, uh, yeah. 
Uh, make sure you come early to to check it out. Uh, he's he's uh, really great. We've done shows with Charlie, uh, he, even solo shows where he's done uh, just a great job uh, with a band and stuff like that. He's awesome. He's always such a cool dude. Um, I wanted to ask this, and you know what? It's, I must have known this, but for some strange reason, it slipped my mind, and then I'm, now I'm pissed. I am pissed that Boston is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, it looks like we haven't even gotten close. <laughs> How is that even a thing? Like, look, I'm not knocking anybody, okay? As far I'm not going to knock anybody for being in it versus not being in it. But I, it kind of it's hard to not do that when this is a legendary band. And forget that it came from our part of the country. Look what it did. I mean, how many how many records did they sell? I mean, it was crazy that it's not even been considered yet. Is that ever something that? Yeah. Well, you know, you, you look at a band like Bad Company. They they haven't been inducted. I mean, come on. I know. You know they're one of the, the biggest names ever in, in, in hard rock. Yeah. You know, Boston was never very popular with critics. I mean, uh, right. you know, the critics hated the band because it, it took off and was so popular so quickly. And, you know, I think there's some residue left from that that, uh, you know, it was some kind of corporate rock put together thing, which, of course, it, it wasn't. Right, right. It was done New England style in a basement, and then it just came from there. Um, yeah, it's just I started thinking about that, and I started getting aggravated. But uh, be that as it may, maybe someday. So uh, looking forward <laughs> yeah, to someday. L- looking forward to the show uh, coming up on uh, Saturday night. Now tickets are still available. You can go to the Blue Ocean Music Hall. I think it's blueoceanhall.com is the website. Double check that. Double check me on that. Uh, but Barry uh, Gaudreau's engine room with Charlie Farron going to be Saturday night. And Barry, it's always good to talk to you, brother. I'm glad uh, things are going well for you. Everything's good. Family's good. Everybody's good. Everybody's good. I'm a happy guy, and uh, it's great to be back out in front of a crowd again. Yeah. You know, we, uh, we got kind of shut down there for a while, but uh, we're back. Yeah, it's great. It's great to be in the audience, too, and, and feel that and share that commonality. So looking forward to uh, Saturday night. We appreciate you taking some time to join us this morning, brother. Thank you very much, Barry. Oh, you got it, Greg. Thank right. you. Take care, buddy. Think about that, man. Boston not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's a head shaker. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. And, 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 and Paul Rogers and Bad Company. What the hell's going on? Uh, okay, well, anyway. And Duncan. Uh, good dude. <laughs> and and Duncan. You are so right. Um, no, seriously. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.